Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, Commanders fans? Anthony Armstrong, number 13, original 1 3, up there in Washington, holding it down over there on the other side of the screen. I guess it's this way. That's not Brian Murphy, but uh, he's handsome nonetheless. This is the one and only. Brandon London, y'all. He is a former NFL receiver uh, turned digital host for NY Post Sports, and he's also the Giants' in-game MC. But he didn't mention, dude won a Super Bowl. Yeah. How, how, how do you leave that out of your intro? Brandon London, everybody. If I had a round of applause, we'd have it going right now. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for stopping in with me. I'm just a humble guy, man. You know, I wanted to make sure that I plug the current employers and all right now before we talk about, the, you know, the Super Bowl and all. But uh, honestly, man, it's been, you know, give people context uh, with me and you. Me and AA were down in Miami together and all you left, went to went to the commanders or then Washington and blew up. I remember I'm sitting there watching you dug in in the end zone. <laughs> boy is going, boom! Congratulations on all the success, man. Thank you. I appreciate it, man. I I can say I'll say now I was a little salty that they brought you in from from New York because yeah. I was thinking I was finna to play. Yeah. And then they brought Brandon in, and I was like, damn. But I was I was making more than I had ever made in my life, so I was like, I'm cool. And then I was just learning the league, like if, if, for 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 even more context with people. People need to know in Miami, man. People were moving on and off the roster every single week, all over the place. It was like you showed up and you miss an assignment, gone. Four more people at your position are working out. They signed in two of them, and it's it was churning. And, and was, it was and it was rough for receivers because that was Wildcat year. Yeah, one game we dressed three receivers for the playoff game against the Ravens. Yes, and uh, so I think uh, the Devon Best went down, and it was just me and Ted for that game. I had four catches that game, but I'm like, yo, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, I'm tired. Bro, <laughs> I was I was in the stands for that game, and I and when I saw Devon go, I, I, I my heart sank because I'm like, dog. Dang. I'm literally right upstairs. Like I, I'll, I'll put some dreads on and go out there and run out and be yeah. 15 to finish the game. But, <laughs> but, but before we go any further, I definitely yeah. got some good questions. Then we got to talk Washington and and the Giants. I'm gonna say they're yep. the Commanders. Uh, but first, let's give a little shout out to our sponsor, the good, the good folks over there at Bet Online. That is your number one source for all your sports betting need, be London. Slide over there for your newcomers. Use your welcome bonus of 50% to get uh, – use the code BLEAV, I should say, to get your 50% welcome bonus. Uh, you got sports. You got all the sports. You got MLB. You see I got my Rangers cap on. Mm-hmm. Um, you got NFL, NHL, golf, eSports, casino games, free contests as well. So just check it out. See what's on there. And you can see that right now the commanders are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Giants heading into this Week 7 matchup. Uh, so before we get into some of that Washington stuff, I got to ask you – I want to ask you a little bit about that 08 team because uh-huh. I have – over here on my shelf, I have the, the the division champion, you know, NFL, the biggest turnaround in NFL history. Uh, what was it like being on that roster? And and frankly, uh, just start there. What was it like being on that roster in such a historic year? You're talking the Dolphins, right? Down yeah, there. Yeah, I'm talking with the uh, Dolphins. I mean, man, I got there a week before 
the first game of the season because I was in training camp with the Giants and the yeah. Giants that was coming off the Super Bowl year with the Giants. I was on the practice roster that year before, and it's not the practice roster like it is this year. It was the practice roster was what we call the hood, the ghetto of the NFL <laughs> back then. You was fighting it's like eight hard. people. Eight people, fifty-three plus eight is what you was what that roster used to be like. And uh, you know, I did my thing during that preseason, and then you know, Dolphins came and brought me down. Uh, but to talk about that year, man, uh, it was it was a lot of wildcat, and you know, it was a lot of things that that kind of as a receiver, you're like, man, I want you know, I'm trying to get a couple more reps, trying to get on the field a little bit more. But at the same time, remember that was a Parcells ran team, Tony Spar- yeah. uh, Tony Sperano ran team, so. That was something where it was one no complaining. You complain, you would have been up out of there. So it was one of those things where everyone was kind of locked in, man. Like you had guys like Joey Porter, Will Allen, those type of vets on the team. Everyone was locked in, and we went on that run towards the end of the year and then beat the Jets in New York that last game for Brett Favre's last game. And uh, only to lose to the to to the to the Ravens stack squad that year. Mm-hmm. But uh it's just one of those things, man. You know, in the NFL, you can start off rough. You could start off what two and five. You could start off one and three. One of those type of records, but you can get hot. The seasons broke up into four different parts. I feel mm-hmm. like you know, so it's just one of those things. Both teams, you know, Commanders right now three and three, coming off of that win, uh, that comeback win against the Falcons, and 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 look how they bounce back after getting beat against the Bears. It's really any given Sunday league. So uh, not to go off off course there, but. Just the way the, the the way the league is now, this I know people probably want to tune out because they're like, oh, it's three and three commanders versus the yeah. Giants. Nah, there's still plays to be made out there. Both teams need this win. It, it really is. I and mean, when you you talk about that type of moment with the commanders and, and the Giants as well, uh, I mean you got to go back to when the Wildcat was unveiled up there in New England. Yeah. And I'm sitting down there in in Miami watching it on TV and when Serrano gave coach the 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 nod to run that play, everybody started scattering like like the fire went out, man. You know, what was going on? And 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 then Bill Belichick and the Patriots didn't know what was going on because that Wildcat was going absolutely crazy. Um, and, and frankly, I think we had the perfect receiving core for that Wildcat yep. because we had a hodgepodge of players. Mind you, I was on practice squad, so I'm yep. I'm one of the guys that didn't even play. I'm just you know just practicing at this point. We had. Ted Ginn, so, you know, the first-round pick out of Ohio State, fast as I'll get out. You had Greg Camarillo. Yeah. You know. Uh, uh, Mr. Reliable, just Mr. Reliable. He got open. You didn't know how, but he yes. just got open, and he came down with the catch. Yes, he got open, and he caught the touchdown and that put the Ravens out. Yeah. Uh, well, beat the Ravens and, and made sure that the Dolphins actually had a win that one year. Yeah. Earned himself a contract, too. So you had them two guys. Devon Best, undrafted receiver out of Hawaii. Hawaii. One of the coldest route runners in, in short area quickness. Oh, man, love love some Devon. Stop on a dime, pick up a nickel. Hey, you know it? And then Brandon London, yourself. So uh, am I missing it? I didn't think I missed it. Ernest Wilford. Ernest, Ernest Wilford, Wilford, that's Ernest right, because then they had, him, they had him playing a little bit of tight end too. Yep. And then uh, Derek Hagan was on the that squad. That is right, Derek Hagan released him. Yeah, man, it was it was 
<laughs> they looking at we we like the replacements. They looking at that wrong. They're like, they're like, what's your point? Like, what's your what are you gonna say? <laughs> like, who are these dudes? That's probably why that wildcat word. They were like, yeah, we don't man. know who we gonna throw it to. Then we had Chad Penington throwing the rock around. Yeah. Uh, man, he was he was a good dude, man. He's still yeah, he's still yeah, heavily he involved in the NFL PA, man. So yep. shout out to Chad. But anywho, let's get up to current date stuff because that was definitely way way back in the past. Let's look forward to Sunday. The Commanders are making a trip up there to East Rutherford. They're going into MetLife Stadium to face the Giants. Two and a half point favorites. And the biggest news, I guess everybody has their eyes on, is the injury of of Daniel Jones. What are you thinking? Do you think he's going to make a play this week, or should they prepare for Tyrod Taylor? I was out there at practice today for what the media got to see. So he's clear to throw. And Brian Dable said that prior to practice, he was clear to throw. Uh, during individuals in the, the periods where the media could see, I didn't see him throwing much. Could they be throwing some sort of ruse out there? Who knows? But if any, if you know Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is going to try and play if yeah. he can play. He's one of those guys where it's like you got to protect the player from himself. He's built like that where he wants to go out there and compete. If I were if I were to say it right now, I do not think that he plays. I think that when you're th- talking about a neck injury, and he said it's not as bad as the one that he had on the 2021 season. Um, he talked about this injury. Um, I don't think it's that bad, but I think Tyrod played well enough, and mm-hmm. the offensive line played well enough against the Buffalo Bills uh, defensive line who led the league, who leads the league in sacks. I think they played well enough to let T2 rock again, man. And, you know, other than that, you know, the the play, the infamous play at the end of the uh, 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 first half, Tyrod played a pretty solid game, man. And he under, you could see that he grasps and understands the offense and what it is that they were trying to do. So Saquon Barkley was uh, out today. He didn't practice, but that wasn't anything because he's he can't go. It's just hey, let's re- let's 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 minimize the amount of contact work that you put on that ankle. Uh, Wandell Robinson, who had six catches last game and has really come around in this uh, Giants receiver room, he was out. They kind of give him. I don't want to say a vet day. It's his second year, uh, but you know how that that knee can be when you come back from a oh, knee yeah. injury can't just throw them out there every every time and then obviously Andrew Thomas John Michael Schmitz a lot of offense alignment out uh Giants pretty banged up but at the end of the day they still held their own against the Buffalo Bills so it's not a team yeah. that you can just count out yeah and that offensive line they're going up against a tough defensive front we obviously know Chase Young Montez Sweat John Allen Deron Payne and the list goes on and on because Casey Twohill was getting active last week as well um but the one thing that I circle is Tyrod Taylor, because frankly, in, in recent history, commanders have had a pretty rough matchup against mobile quarterbacks. And it's, mm. and it's really been going every single week that some quarterback is able to get to move around and wiggle. And, and Tyrod's a good player. Yeah. I mean, the, the guy can hoop, he can move around, and he's able to extend some plays. So watching how that defensive line is able to pressure him uh, is going to be big. Um, and, and Wondell Robinson getting loose in the secondary. Do you think that uh, obviously, Saquon is going to get his action, but do you think that the passing game could be something that the Giants try to employ a little bit more in this matchup coming up against the Commanders? Yeah, absolutely, man, because when you look and you break down the Commanders' fil- uh, film, there's plays to be made on the second level and in the secondary. I, I've I've been a Kendall Fuller fan for quite some time. I even like uh, uh, St. Juice uh, uh, a lot, but if you saw 
I mean, you did see that that Bears game. Mooney got behind them early. DJ Moore was just doing anything he wanted to do. And then if you look at the Falcons game early, Van Jefferson came in and got behind the the safeties. Desmond Ritter just couldn't drop the ball in the bucket. So I'll look at that as a situation. Keep an eye on Jalen Hyatt, rookie out of Tennessee. He's made some plays. He had a 43-yard play. Uh, nullified off of a legal man downfield, which was absolutely just BS um, against the Buffalo Bills. But he's been a guy all throughout training camp. He was the Giants' deep threat. He was that deep playmaker, and you saw him making that play against on the deep post route against the Arizona Cardinals that kind of helped spark that comeback. The Giants now understand that they have to be able to throw the ball down the field to open things up. Saquon looked as healthy as can be against buffalo and saquon's gonna get his his runs he's gonna break that 13 yarder that 18 yarder get to that 24 yarder he just needs help to be able to hit the home run and that you're gonna have to have those two high safeties uh back there so when you look at the commander's uh defense saw a lot of cover four you don't have to rush much because of that that strong the powerhouse is the defensive line but if the giants offense can kind of hold up like they did against Buffalo and kind of weather the storm, then there are plays to be made on the outside, on the perimeter. And Tyrod Taylor is that guy to do that. A lot of people didn't think that he'd be able to hit the throws on the outside or get out there or, 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 or you know, get the ball to the outside, the perimeter. But again, he's a 13-year vet in this league. He knows the offense. He knows where to go with the ball. It's one of those things where he's seen it all. Now, Tyrod, use your legs, get uh, be mobile, extend the play, and the Giants are going to have to hit some deep plays against this Washington defense. And when, you, when you're looking at the, the secondary, there are a few missing pieces. Derek Forrest is out, um, and then Emmanuel Forbes didn't get any snaps. So you, no. you wonder if he's going to get back in the mix. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'd like to see the young guy get in there. I really would. Uh, but you know in this league, you either got to take your licks, uh, but you're not going to take these licks at the expense of – losing the ball yeah uh, now let's now let's flip sides um it's become a trend that the commander's offense give up a lot of sacks and i go way back to last season i think it was the game game before the giants where Kayvon thibodeau was kind of quiet mm. and then all of a sudden the man has sack fumbles and strip sacks and things of that nature um do you think that washington should have or will have something in place to kind of slow him down his impact on this game uh, this coming sunday Uh, You have to, and that's by running the ball. Washington doesn't have that scat back home run hitter, but when you see uh, Brian Robinson, you see in not Gibson, uh, the other guys, Chris Rodriguez, Uh, and Chris Rodriguez came in that Atlanta game late and was a breath of fresh air. It's a power run game. It's a run game to control the ball, control the clock, and it just plays into what Eric Bieniemy wants to do. You see a lot of play action. You see a lot of RPOs. And they're running that intermediate routes throughout there. It's not like a quick, you know, they'll hit the quick slant. They'll also hit the curl, the stop route. They'll hit you on the outside off of the RPOs and the the quick run action. So I think that this could be a game where EB, and I'm sorry to call him EB like I know him or something. I can't (laughs) catch him or nothing like that. But I feel like I know the man. He's always in the news. Um, I feel like this could be a game where he kind of, protects the quarterback by running the ball the Giants defense is at the bottom of the league in terms of stopping the run so Mm. when you talk about Dexter Lawrence Leonard Williams those guys up front cave running at a cave on um Aziz Ojolari who is lights out when he plays but now he's on IR 
that the commanders can easily run the ball, control the clock. And I think that will be the best bet to protect a Sam Howell because you want to keep him in a third and six, third and manageable to where yeah. you can get the ball quickly. To, there are yak receivers on that outside that'll still hit you deep, but they'll catch a slant and they'll go for 40 like it's nothing. Scary Terry, Dodson, uh, yeah. Samuel, those guys are – they're pretty they're pretty scary when they get the ball in the hands. So I think yeah. the, the commanders come out, run the ball at this Wink Martindale defense – Force the Giants to kind of blitz, trying to send more than what they had, uh, what they could protect. But then that's where they hit them with quick throws, uh, quick game RPOs. And I see that's, I, I think that's how Eric Bieniemy manages this game for Sam Howe and keeps him off of his back. And you can neutralize a guy like Kayvon Thibodeau, who's who's waiting to have himself a breakout game. And, and there's been too many breakout games against the Commanders this season. I think you literally can go down each week and say, this guy, this guy, this guy, and, and we got to keep number five off of number 14 for yep. the Commanders. Because, look, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you on EB running the ball, and I think it's a challenge for him because historically he doesn't run the ball that much. Yep. But there's a the, you know, part about being a coach, you got to be able to evolve as well. And, you don't want to just sit here and try to bang a square peg into a round hole. Run the ball some more, you know, showcase what you can do with the running backs. And then you got receivers that are going to be able to take those slants to the house. And Jahan Dotson is a guy that is waiting to explode as well. He is ready to have a game, and, and I would love for it to be this week. And this will be the game for him because, sorry to jump in, but Sam Howe is tied for eighth in the league with pass plays over 30, 30 plus yards. Mm. You know, so it's something that. The, I, it's 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 weird because it's like yeah this team is he's the most sacked quarterback in the league but they're 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 getting chunk plays yeah when they're in rhythm though and that's yeah. you can say that by any offense but this offense if they can get in rhythm they run the ball and then they get those chunk plays in the in, in the passing game it's going to be a long day for the Giants but we'll we'll see because it's going to be one of those games where the Giants defensive line knows that they have to control the line of scrimmage in order for them to walk away with a W. Yeah, when you look at, at the the inner workings of the game, I mean, obviously Tyrod is probably going to start, um, and there's there's some you know some good matchups on either side. What is one matchup that you think that everybody should pay attention to uh, on either side, offensive, defensively? Which one do you think people need to pay attention to? Easy, Deontay Banks versus Scary Terry. First round draft pick, Deontay Banks out of Maryland versus Terry McLaurin. This guy has all the confidence in the world. He, You go okay. check his PFF grade. You go see what he did on Stephon Diggs. You go see against what he's done against some of the top receivers in the league, man. This has been a brutal schedule for the Giants to start off with. Uh, but Deontay Banks has the most confidence I've seen in a rookie corner in a long time it's only a matter of time till he gets his hands on a pick he dropped one in the red zone against san francisco where he jumped the route in, in you know in the end zone but yeah. this guy he he's around the ball at all times and he does a great job of one getting his head head around and two getting his hands inside the receiver's hands to try and disrupt the ball i think a lot of people are saying a dory jackson may have to line up with scary terry but I, I think Wink Martindale, Brian Dable, I think they have all the confidence in the world in Deontay Banks. And again, how do you help the rookie out against a, a future Hall of Famer? Hmm. You have to get the pass rush there. You have to move Sam Howe off of his spot. We'll see if that happens on Sunday. 
And if I, if I have to stay with that same matchup, Washington's offense against New York's defense is going to be how do you handle the the eventual blitzes that are going to show up? Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that teams are trying to address Sam Howell is to give him exotic looks, blitz him, and just make him hold the ball where he doesn't see what he thinks he sees. That's going to happen this week. And EB has to make sure he stays out of situations to where these blitzes happen. Hey, they study enough tape. They know when to expect blitz. And frankly, Wink Martindale, he's going to roll the dice a little bit just to give some pressure on Sam Howell. So how do they have those adjustments uh, to keep their quarterback upright? Uh, Because you don't need to have any five, six, seven sack game going on over here in New York uh, because it gets a little nasty up there in Gotham City. Yeah, I mean, and it's one of those things where Wink Martindale has kind of I don't want to say change, but he's adapted the blitzing since the San Francisco 49ers game. I think they blitzed like 50, 60 something percent of the time because they couldn't get there with four. Mm-hmm. And Brock Purdy, type of quarterback that he is, I see a lot of Sam, but I see a lot of Sam Howell, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy, and Sam Howell. Game make game managers, smart guys. They know where to go with the ball. But they, the Giants defense was getting stung off the RPO. What did Wink Martindale do? Started showing flashing and backing out you see a guy like bobby okereke uh linebacker free agent linebacker for the giants he's had a hand no pun intended in all three of the giants interceptions one went for 102 yards against the miami dolphins he's all over the field on these rpos now he's faking Mm. blitzes and he's turning his head looking for work so mm-hmm. that's something that they've kind of adapted and, and, and changed within the last uh, couple of weeks. So that's something to keep an eye on as well. When do they show and then they get out? Can Sam Howe handle that? And uh, do, do you think Darren Waller is going to have a game this week? Or or is it something that, you know, there's something else going on that, that hasn't gotten him the start that everybody was expecting? I think he is because if you look at it, Tyrod got the ball to him uh, early and often during that first Buffalo game, and then Buffalo kind of tried to make some adjustments on him. He had two balls. I know he wants he wants back. He got two drops. One would have been a touchdown yeah. uh, if he catches that. But you see the last two plays of that game, the pass interference he drew in the end zone, and then the last play of the game, which should have been a pass interference, people fear him, man. Like all throughout camp, he was all over the place. I know you're in, you know, helmets and shoulder pads. People say you're out in pajamas and all, but I think Darren Waller's primed to have a game. And a guy like Tyrod Taylor, if he has to play again, and you realize you look at what some of the things that Atlanta was able to do with Cal Pitts uh, and Jonu Smith. Yeah. You know, those crossing routes, you know, getting over in that second level behind those linebackers. That's why I say it's imperative for Saquon to have himself a strong game to get those linebackers to take that step up. It's hard to guard a Darren Waller with a linebacker. So yeah. I think Darren Waller could be primed to have a game. Plus, you get the safeties to kind of take a step up, and then you get Jalen Hyatt in the back. Now, it's easy to say it right now, and when I go upstairs and play Madden, I'm going to probably do it upstairs <laughs> in my Madden, but it has to be done on Sunday. Man, you're not lying because the the recent history for the commanders have just been the mismatches at linebacker and how to handle tight ends. Darren Waller is one of the more athletic tight ends in the league, one of the fastest guys you're going to get, and – are you going to match up with Cam Curl? Is it Jatavius Martin? Quan Martin going to show up, try to match up with him? Uh, but, hey, if I don't want him to, to go off because that's going to make things very difficult. Play action run. Obviously, you have to respect Saquon Barkley. He's one of the best in the league. Uh, so, yeah, I, there's so many weapons, really, I think that New York has. 
that this game could be more of a shootout, uh, probably have Ooh. a few more points on the board. I just feel like it could be something that could go down where everybody kind of gets things clicking. Um, higher scoring game for me if I had to pick one point on this one. But let's see here. I, it's all I got for you, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, jumping on here talking about the, the big blue and the burgundy and gold squaring off this Sunday. Man, I appreciate you having me, man. We, we forgot one thing, too, and one thing to keep an eye on, special teams. Jameson mm. Crowder was in camp with the New York Giants. Giants uh, special teams, they're, it's, you know, they're, they're a little shaky sometimes, and you saw that punt return against the Falcons that, that captured, recaptured all of that energy that the Falcons worked on. So that's another thing to keep an eye on. Special teams have three phases to the game, y'all. Giants have to win two out of three to win this football game. But thanks for having me on, my guy. Hey, yeah, absolutely, man. I appreciate it. So, folks, hey, check him out. Tell everybody where they can check you out at social medias and, and Twitter X's, whatever you got going on. Right, it's real easy at Brandon London TV. Make sure you check out the New York Post Sports at NY Post Sports. Uh, you see me on all the Giants content, their TikToks, all that stuff. You know, I'm all, I'm around. And if you come to the game on Sunday, you'll see him see hashtag him see. I'm all over the jumbotron. I'm all over. If you uh Washington fans, you see me say what's up. I'm from Virginia myself, man. I didn't grow up a, a, a Washington fan. I was a Packer, Green Bay Packer guy. But at the end of the day, it's all it's all love. I'm not one of those people that's gonna deny a. Uh, a high five or a shot or a beer just because our two teams are playing each other already man brandon london man i appreciate you definitely appreciate everything that you've done I'm proud of what you've done my man you keep Same. it up keep doing good things and keep setting that standard folks but look i gotta give the shout out to all of our our sponsors the folk over there on bet on bet online use our code believe B-L-E-A-V, get that 50% welcome bonus. Listen to us on TuneIn Radio, Sirius XM Stadium, all your favorite streaming platforms, and hit us up on those uh, interwebs, y'all. Twitter, IG, TikTok. I'm not dancing. We just talking. It's at Believe Commanders on all those social platforms. All right? So uh, for Mr. Brandon London, I'm Anthony Armstrong, number 13, the original 1-3. Y'all be good. Set the standard. We'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.